Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M. Hazelwood. Can he survive? Joseph, you know him now. Oh, he's oh. knocked him over! He's knocked him over! <laughs> it's all over! Shamar Joseph gets his seventh wicket. He's run round the ground. The Windies are chasing him. And the West Indies have won the test match. The West Indies have won by eight runs. Smith, 91 not out. The Hoffs being knocked over off stump. And the West Indies have one of their finest, most famous victories of all time. You can say that again. Well done. It was a monumental day of Test Match cricket. Had it everything. And as uh, Gussie Wallen there mentioned, Shamar Joseph. Good call, Gus, by mm. the way. Yeah, fantastic call. Produced one of the greatest bowling spells ever to take seven for 68. And to see... Um, Unbelievable. West Indies were 19 to 1 before that Test Match to yeah. win. And... They were also once once the game started like you know playing, it was unbelievable how they just nineteen dollars, nineteen bucks. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to put it out there. We all remember <laughs> Lillian Marsh, and, uh, yes, in England, <laughs> betting against England. Do you reckon the Aussies may have had a little little nibble <laughs> at the nineteen bucks? Oh, some of them relatives might have. <laughs> no, they are outstanding from the West Indies. And can I say this? If there's one team in the world of cricket yep. I don't mind, I'd rather oh. lose to, if you gave me the choice, it would be a young West Indian team who you'd love to see yep. back in the top strata of Test cricket. Question without notice, uh, Steve Smith, did he do the right thing? By um, while yes. exposing him for two balls, he needs ten runs. It's a four and a six. I, I, he's he's exposed him for two balls. A, a magnificent innings. Yep. and it's retrospect, of yep. course. Yep. But I'm just asking the question. Um, when he first did it, I thought, uh oh, Hazelwood's got two balls <laughs> to two face two with balls. this Joseph who's firing him in. So the yep. odds against him getting out were pretty high, or pretty low, which yeah, is the way you look at it. Yeah. So you you might say that, but I it was inevitable, Mickey. It was. It's kind of like if rugby league terms, if Papua New Guinea beat Australia. That's how big of this is how relevant this is because I was such outsiders. And you Incredible. see Brian Larper and Carl Hooper. They were very emotional afterwards. They've unearthed a superstar. Oh. That is one of the greats. It was I was actually in the car coming from the airport um, and listening to it on the radio, and it was like old time. It was like listening to yeah, yeah, you know, the Invincibles or something. You're listening to ball by ball and and blow by blow, and and Lamb is in the car with me. We were both <laughs> absolutely <laughs> beside ourselves it was listening great. to it, and I've, I've never had such an exciting finish to a test match, and good on them, and uh, well done, and, you know, Aussies, you can't win them all. I think that's sentiment today. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, if we had to get beat, we had to get beat by a a young bunch of guys who had no chance whatsoever. So, Now, what about the tennis? Well, again, uh, this is unbelievable. Last night, obviously, Yannick uh, Sinner, the Italian, um, who was down two sets to love from Medvedev. Medvedev, unfortunately, has has the the uncanny record of being the only player. The only player to be down. <laughs> yes, well, he is. He's Ouch. lost, three, he's lost got, three open finals now. He's lost four all up, I think. Has he? All up. Here's how it was done and won. And a simply sensational way for Yannick Sinner to win the Australian Open. His maiden major happens in Melbourne. He is the last man standing at a major for the first time in his career. Um, Go. The first time since 2005 there hasn't mm. been one of the big three in a final. Djokovic, Good. Nadal mm. or Federer. Good. Yeah, I, I, changing of the guard. I, let's move on. Yep. It, it was a great era. Yep. 
but it, isn't it fun to watch other people? And uh, it's a fun for everyone there, I think, enjoy themselves, apart from maybe the Prime Minister, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Albanese, who got what has now become a traditional welcome for yep. Prime Ministers of any discipline uh, when they turn up to a sporting event. The Australian Prime Minister, the Honourable Anthony Albanese. The Deputy Victorian Premier, <laughs> the Honourable Ben Carroll. Well, wow. we love to boo him. It also says a bit about the tennis crowd too. I reckon most of them are on over 200,000 oh, a yeah, year. Exactly. <laughs> and have probably lost their tax cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Join us as the NRL Telstra Premiership kicks off for the first time ever in Las Vegas. Be there to witness four teams play the first game of the season on American soil. Visit nrl.com slash Vegas. Nick and MG's worst trip to head to the strip. Viva Fiercely contested. A lot of people have had some very crap holidays over the mm. journey, and we love hearing about them because they make us smile inwardly because we've all had it, we've all done it. Uh, but what a prize. This is a great prize uh, for our audience. Two tickets to Vegas to watch NRL and do whatever you want. You can, yep. and when you come back, you don't have to tell us because what happens in Vegas stays in, in Vegas. Vegas. What a trip. Adrian's on the line. G'day, Adrian. How are you going? Yeah, good day, legends. Um, so, how you doing? Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're doing really good. <laughs> You'd love to go to Vegas, would you? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Who wouldn't? Tell us about your holiday. Yeah, so um, I was in the Navy for about eight years, and um, you know we're at sea on one of the ships I was on um, for about uh, 40, 40 odd days at sea um, yep. without any port visits. So we pulled into um, a Pacific Nation country um, yep. and decided to go for a swim at the beach. And um, my mates were giving me, you know. Um, a little bit of stick in the water, um, and a pretty big octopus uh, latched onto my uh, butt, and um, and I needed to get it surgically removed back at the ship. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't sit down for about a week, and um, you know, with the rock of the ship, um, it was uh, it was a pretty uh, not a fun experience. Uh, let me tell you that. And when you're living with uh, thirty other blokes in the mess. And they get a hold of it. Uh, it's not a fun experience. <laughs> here comes so. octopusy. Here he oh, comes octopusy. Here he comes. That is hilarious. And so, how was it removed in the end? Oh, just cut off by the medic. Yeah, <laughs> just removed. No, no painkillers or nothing. <laughs> just straight off. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that happened a while ago. But yeah, that's a problem with the octopus. They're all hands. Yeah, and they've got eight of them. And is do you know why he targeted your bot bot? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Was it <laughs> were you presenting? Were you, na- were you nude at the time? Were you skinny dipping? Were you presenting? Hey, I don't know what you think um, goes on in the Navy, um, well. Nick, but uh, I don't know why your mind wandered there. Well, I'll, um, tell, you, yeah. no, I'll tell you why. Well, uh, the Navy has a tradition, and you would know this when you cross the equator. What's it called? Uh, crossing the line. Crossing, crossing the line, line. Or, or rump up the uh, sump up the rump. So, this was no, there's a naval tradition that for your first time when you cross the equator, it's, it's kind of like navy hazing, uh, but they make you lie on the deck, uh, you put they, you know, naked, and they basically pour rump, a uh, sump oil, uh, onto your rump. Oh, wow. Back in a day, maybe. I'm going to join the navy. <laughs> but it's always bothered me, and here's the question I, since I learned of this tradition. Whereas, you know how in the Southern Hemisphere water goes anti-clockwise down mm-hmm. the yeah, signal or, or in the North Hemisphere is clockwise. As you're crossing the equator and uh, oh. some oil goes down your bot bot, 
does it go clockwise <laughs> or, a, or anti-clockwise? So yeah. I can confirm it goes clockwise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just a bit of a joke. Just a bit of a joke. Uh, uh, a bit of a joke, yeah. But the octopus was real, I'm afraid. <laughs> that, that unfortunately, yes. Well, mate, I'm going to say that is a great story, a great holiday trip. Given that you were on shore leave, technically, I was going to I was going to rule you out because you're in the navy, but because you're on shore leave, that is a holiday. And you did have an octopus attached to your ass. <laughs> that means you're right in the hunt here. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And if you want to join Adrian on that standby list, tell us about your worst trip to head to the strip on the win page at triplem.com.au. And thank you to Fiji Airways. Global sale is on now. Fly Sydney to Nandi. Return from $609. Sale ends February 2. Book at fijiairways.com. Conditions apply. We are still coming down after an epic weekend of sport. Massive. We didn't even mention the Socceroos, of course, yeah. uh, through to the final 16, or is it the quarters? I think it's the quarters now. I think it's quarters, Here's yeah. it. 4-0 win over Indonesia. We've mentioned the cricket. Yep. Uh, one of the great test matches. See, test match cricket is better than any other type. because the best. It, the best. It's epic. It ebbs. It flows. You're up. You're down. You're never out of it. Yep. One champion effort can turn a test around. It's exciting. Yes. Uh, it, we must protect it at all costs. And, of course, the tennis. What's his name? Yannick Sinner. Yannick Sinner. Has uh, taken the chockies and, boy, are they having fun at all the news outlets yeah. coming up with sub-editing headlines involving the name Sinner. This has been going on most of the tournament, but these uh, particularly hit the high watermark. Uh, Sinner takes it all. Yep. He's in one of the papers today. It's Fox Sports. Sinner, Sinner, chicken dinner. <laughs> uh, that's nine news. Of, uh, the Daily Telegraph of one with winner, winner, Yannick Sinner. Yep. Uh, new sensation. Sydney Morning Herald. That's this goes on and on. What's yours? Uh, mine was, hello, ladies, sinners on. Sinners <laughs> <laughs> on. All right. And the fans have got involved on the uh, fan site blog, Sinner is your winner, incinerator. Mm. Uh, not sure if every saint has a past, but this sinner certainly has a future. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Praise the Lord. Uh, anyway, uh, there it is. And I've got another question I want to ask. Yes. And that is, where does he rank uh, in the Ranger Hall of Fame? Oh. Because he's a Ranger, he's a redhead, uh, uh, he's, he's up there. Yeah. He goes into the Pantheon of Great straight away, uh, winning one of the majors. Where does he stand? Who else is uh, up there? In the rank one triple three five three or the the Ranger Hall of Fame, who's in, who's out? Would you like to start? Uh yeah, I'll go start. My favorite my favorite ever show was Happy Days, and they had two of them: Richie Cunningham and Ralph Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're putting Ralph Mouth in the Ranger Hall of Fame. That's your first cab off the rank. Yep, Richie Cunningham, Rod Howard, yes. <laughs> Uh, Paul Fatty Vaughan. Oh, Fatty. Fatty. Yes. Most famous. Fatty's got to go in there. Yeah. If you got one. Yeah, I mean, this isn't sort of my political standpoint, but. I don't like it. Pauline Hanson. Pauline Hanson, that's yeah. a good one. She has to go into the Ranger Hall of Fame. I tell you what, one triple three five three. there's plenty out there and a prize to be won. Oh, Matchbox 20 tickets with the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, there's a wow. Ranger in there, surely. W- what about tickets to Mick Hucknall? Oh, oh Simply oh, Red. Oh, there's one for you. There's one of the great Rangers. <laughs> Yeah.
Yes, celebrating uh, everything red, everything ranger. Uh, what's his name? Yannick Sinner. Yannick Sinner. Has won it and automatically is elevated into the ranger Hall, Hall of, of Fame. fame. Mm. And he's up there with some of the great. She didn't get a chance to pitch one in here, please. Ed what? Sheeran and Prince Harry. Oh. Oh, oh, wow. You picked a couple of big ones there. <laughs> Prince Harry, of course, would have to be on the podium, I would have thought, oh, yeah. especially given these revelations. referring to my recent loss of virginity. Or glorious episode with an older woman. She liked horses quite a lot and treated me not unlike a young stallion. Quick ride, after which she'd smack my rump and sent me off to graze. Among the many things about it were wrong. It happened in a grassy field behind a busy pub. <laughs> you get the idea? Anyone else you wanted to... Oh, there's, the, the most famous for me when I was growing up was Wilma Flintstone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Were you a Wilma or a Betty Man? Wilma. I was a Betty Man. Yeah, I was. I was, a, I was oh, really? Yeah. Wilma and Betty together would have been. Well, a menage a trois would have been nice. Hey, hey, boo boo. How we got there. Uh, who, who else? Anyway, Julie Gillard. Oh, oh yes. Julie Gillard. Uh, Conan, Axel Rose. Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Donald Trump. Is he a Donald record? Trump? Yes. yes. Donald Trump. He's Elton died. John. Yeah, Elton was... John. Yes, he's a redhead. Is he? Yeah. He just wears a lot of wigs. Excuse me. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Fergie. Fergie. Oh, yes, of course. That's Fergie. A, that's a good one. Uh, no, it's a Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raggedy Ann. What about uh, Rugrats? Uh, one of the Tommy in the Rugrats. He was redhead. Oh, was right. he? Yeah, anyway. Let's go with Jay. <laughs> what do you got, Jay, for us? Well, guys, I reckon this woman can play Wilma in the Flintstones, mate. Nicole Kidman. Oh, oh yes. Our own, Australia's own uh, wonderful redhead, Nicole Kidman. Yes. Bang, you're in the running. What's the prize here? Uh, Matchbox 20 tickets. Oh, my we'll, we'll do it at the end. Mm. Anthony, uh, who do you want to elevate to the Ranger Hall of Fame? Oh, probably the uh, great Boris Boom Boom Becker. Oh, good one. Boris Becker, he uh, made a fortune, lost it, <laughs> made it again. Involved in a very unfortunate incident in a restaurant closet. In a wardrobe, yeah. Which uh, cost him some child Mm, money, support payments. Oh, dear. Uh, Do you know the details? No, I don't. Can you tell me? Google it. Jesus. Yeah, get onto that. Okay. If you're not not across that story, it's one of the all-time greats. Wow. How he ended up, to his surprise, put it this way, he confidently went to court going, there's no way I impregnated that woman. And came back, no, you did. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll find out why when you Google. Yes. Oh, not on the company internet. Boris Becker. Mm, yeah. It's work. Uh, Alex, who would you like to nominate? Uh, the Weasley family. <laughs> oh, the Weasley family. Ron Weasley, of His course. Twin brothers. Yep. Well, they were there all the way. Cassandra. Yeah, I'm going with Nikki Webster. Oh, oh. Nikki Webster. Oh, she's sort of ceremony. Yeah. Strawberry blonde. Strawberry blonde. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, well, we've got to pay it, Cassandra. Yeah. You're in the hunt. Denise, you're not happy. Hello? Hey. Hello, Hello, Denise. Hello, Denise. Who have you got? Um, Isla Fisher. Oh, Isla Fisher is one of our own. Now, you're a ranger yourself, Denise. <laughs> I am. I hate the word ranger. Now, are you, I, would I you prefer am. we didn't use it? No, no, that's fine. What would you go with? Yeah. Oh, when I was younger, it was always, you know, red-haired and carrot-top, and I always used to say, oh, I think of something new, and now we've got Ranga. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Denise. Oh, I mean, we mean no offence. It's just a colloquial term to describe a, a much-loved... Yeah. 
That's it. A quick one, Ginger in uh, Gilligan, Gilligan's Island. Oh, please. Okay, were you a Ginger or yeah. Mary Ann man? I was Ginger. <laughs> I was saying again, I was Mary Ann. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that professor was up to, but <laughs> I went in. Adam, what have you got, buddy? Is it forgetting about the big Ronald McDonald? Oh, oh that's the best one. Oh, the Yes, that's got to be it. That's well done to you, Adam. You've scored yourself tickets to see Matchbox 20. <laughs> we know that one would get through, eh? Go, yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're having a shocker. Today's edition of Who's Had a Shocker is in honour of Anthony Albanese, who got the traditional Australian welcome at a sporting event by the Tennis Australia crowd. The Australian Prime Minister, the Honourable Anthony Albanese. The Deputy Victorian Premier, the Honourable Ben Carroll. (laughs) You turn up as the Australian PM to a sporting event, you know what to expect. Uh, And there it is, the tradition continues Let's have a go. Who else uh, has had a shocker, MG? Well, um, this bloke I know from my time in Perth, it's um, at a press conference on Saturday uh, to announce plans to run in WA's 2025 state election. Perth's Lord Mayor, Basil Zemplis, has been caught on a hot mic talking about, or talking to a reporter about the women's Oz Open semi-final, or final being a reserves game. How about that, Joe? In the big chair. Tennis is on tonight, isn't it? Ah, uh, you had a big off finals, yes. It's a reserves game then. I don't say, say that having been there, obviously. Oh! He has had a shocker. <gasps> Mind you, that'll probably bump him up the order at the Liberal Party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he could probably run for leader. <laughs> he could be Premier. Oh. Uh, with stuff like that. Wow. Basil, uh, mics are always live. And oh, that... They've stitched him up, haven't they? Oh. Oh. It's going to get us all one day. Oh. Hot mic. Yeah. You yeah. had some of the stuff we say when the mic's on. Cat, right. our, our futures sure. are in cat's hands. You, you, I know, and that's why I very loudly say mic's on yes. when I'm about to Well, turn you them never on. tell me. No, you don't you listen. It's, there's it. a difference between listening and hearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Basil. You're Australia's new Andrew Tate. <laughs> uh, what about, hey, what about uh, the bloke? Who farted on the plane? Oh, yeah. This bloke who parted, farted on a plane. I don't know which airline it they was. It was Phoenix back. Airline, yeah. and uh, a recent flight from Phoenix, Arizona, an Air America flight. Uh, they turned around a plane because <gasps> uh, a guy was farting so much, so loud too, and, and so loud they just went, "Nah, we're not having it." Oh. <laughs> and, and turned the plane around <laughs> and, and went back. That's oh. unbelievable. I'd be in Is trouble it? on that flight. Oh, you, oh, you you, you'd be. hope oxygen masks drop from the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just uh, unbelievable. Is is that not the talk about turbulence? Oh. I'd, love talk about the, oven. I'd love to do the black box recording. That's a, oh. that's a Phoenix oven. <laughs> oh. uh, he's had a shocker. You get the idea. One triple three five three. We want to know who else has had a shocker. Get on board. Let us know. Prizes to be won. Yes, of course. We've mentioned Anthony Albanese, Basil Zemplis. Uh, the guy who farted on a plane and had it <laughs> turned around. Can I tell you something? Yeah. That's why they shouldn't have Guzman and Gomez at the airport. <laughs> it does, I honestly it, believe yeah, that. The chili, yeah. I thought it might have been you <laughs> when I heard the story because you like to peel one off. I like to pop wind, yeah. Well, you've done it here in the studio on occasion. Yeah. 
you at home. That was, that was you Tim, at home Tim Zoo and doing it. And you did it the other day in the studio here. Do we have that? I don't think we have that one in the studio. No. Did okay. we record that? No, it's with HR. <laughs> That's with, no, it was Matt Preston. I did you one. did it with Matt Preston. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did one in here the other day. During a meeting. It was meeting. about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yes. But, but I didn't record oh, it, no, did I? know it was I? during a meeting. No, it was yeah. during, it was during yeah. a meeting. That was after the show. Yeah. Crikey. So I tried to hold it in until after It's like the doing show. a show with Andre the Giant. <laughs> you never know what's going on. Uh, the Amish have had a shocker. Oh. The Amish oh. have had an absolute shocker. Uh, they've gone in to do some shopping at Walmart. Why the Amish... Uh, <laughs> Shopping at Walmart, I, I, have, I have no idea. What are you looking for, a, a, a new butter churner? <laughs> a new, a new but, basket but while, weaver? While they were inside, they, they, buggy and cart were stolen. The horse, <laughs> the horse and buggy were stolen. Yeah, police were then involved in a very low-speed yeah. <laughs> low chase, and I think the horse was tasered. That's how they eventually <laughs> brought it down. <laughs> <laughs> the poor old uh, <laughs> the basket weavers. Horse. Uh, I don't know who's stealing that horse, but surely you'd have to disguise yourself with a big beard. Yep, <laughs> is all I'm saying. What have you got? Oh, look, I've got one from the sporting world. Um, Travis Head. Uh, he got a king pair. For those that don't know what a king pair is, he's had a shocker because he got two golden ducks. First ball out in the two innings of the game. Uh, not since. Ryan Harris in 2010. Has anybody got a golden pair? duck? Golden duck. Both bang. Yep. He makes eight runs for the game. We win. That's right. Oh, He's got to be dropped. Good. Yes. <laughs> the, the greatest batsman of 2023 See you, in the world. Natasha Belling, who's had a shocker. Well, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Thanks to AI, though. This no, it's is AI that's had the shocker. Do you reckon? I reckon yes. it's. Mm. Can, I, can I say this? And yes. I've tipped this before. Uh-huh. I. AI will be involved in the greatest scandal in the US election and it'll be in the last 48 hours and it will be huge and something will drop and it will change the course of history of history and it'll later be revealed to have been completely fake but they're already at it. Absolutely. This is the latest audio that dropped a couple of days ago. Important to note this is fake from AI with US President Joe Biden. My fellow Americans, the time has come. That's right. Cannabis is now legal nationwide by presidential <laughs> decree. So find your stinkiest kush, order a cheeseburger on DoorDash, and put on Archer. It's party time. Oh, yeah. Part of me wishes that was real. <laughs> so that's my point. AI hasn't had a shocker. For you guys, you'd love this. No, yeah, that was no too, too. this is AI. We're not done yet. Okay. Yeah, you've got who else have you got there? <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh. Now, yes. He's been, thanks to AI, quoting some lines from the famous movie 10 Things I Hate About You. I hate the way you talk to me and the way you you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close, not even a little bit, not even at all. (laughs) (laughs) And then did you also see there was a picture posted of him praying in a church? Mm -hmm. Uh, Please. Fake. In a church, he's got six fingers. Yes. Oh, That's the giveaway if you, if you want to go find it. Andrew's on the line, Andrew. Who's had a shocker? Uh, my dad did. What happened? So um, he was at work and he was uh, grinding a key on an industrial angle grinder. Yep. And the key caught and came flying back up at him in the face. So he put his hand up to block it. Um, the key hit his index finger and shattered it, needing three screws. 
and took the top of his thumb off. <gasps> oh, oh, poor bugger. He's a shocker. Do you have some kind of prize, please, Kat? Yeah, I think a Mick and MG bum bag would be appropriate there. Don't give him the mittens. Yeah. Can you end it? What the f*** is going on? God, you are dumb. What the f*** is wrong with you? Mick and MG's What the WTF? South Sydney, mm. the Rabbitohs have been handed millions of dollars worth of free advertising ahead of their historic season launch in Las Vegas with wild claims by comedian David Letterman and Billy Crystal that they have purchased the club. I am now a proud owner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Oh, how did that happen? Well, uh, you know Ryan Reynolds uh, yes. and his uh, pal Suge Knight got together and bought a soccer team in Wales. That's where we got the idea. Billy Crystal and I now own the South Sydney Rabbitohs. What the f***? <laughs> he should not in jail, isn't he? Yes. I, I don't think he'd be great friends with just, Ryan no, Reynolds. Let him just freestyling him. He has absolutely just uh, made up a big pile of bullshit and peddled it. Uh, he later went on to describe what Rabbitohs actually are. Any idea what that means? No. Rabbitohs? Rabbitohs, no. Wait, it's a rabbit? It's a a man or a woman who goes door to door selling rabbits for eating. (laughs) Those are the Rabbitohs. Anyway. They got their own rugby team? Yes. (laughs) What the (laughs) f***? Even the journalist is questioning uh, what is going on here. That is an absolute classic. Uh, I can't. Wait to hear what Russell Crowe has to say about. Well, uh, someone's given him that jumper. Someone's given Letterman that jacket. For really, him to wear. You know, apparently, Rusty and Billy Crystal are friends. Yeah, so great publicity. As you maybe mentioned. it was with the old imprimatur, but what a load of hoo ha coming in to the biggest week for oh, the NRL mm, in their history, yeah. possibly. But you've been on Letterman as well, haven't you? Well, I haven't been on it, but I have been mentioned uh, <laughs> by David, and this wasn't so that much bullshit. This is pretty true. And real, what he had to say. Uh, interviewing a friend of mine, Jeff Stilson, to do some stand-up. Our next guest is a, uh, a very, very funny man, and he'll be performing, listen to this, with Australian comedy legends Glenn Robbins <laughs> and also Mick Malloy. Uh, this will take place at the Adelaide Fringe Festival from February 19th through the 28th. So if business or pleasure takes you to Adelaide... <laughs> Drop, drop in and see him. Should be a great show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Jeff Stilson. What the f***? <laughs> it's funny when you hear Dave Letterman so say your name. name. At, uh, Rabs Warren once said my name, and I used to keep it on record and use it all the time because <laughs> it sounded so great. Uh, here we go. Your chance to get involved. One triple three five three. How much money have we got to give away? Fourteen hundred dollars. Because you were really stingy last get week. Get on board so. if you got what it takes. How hot in San Susie? Uh, it's going to be thirty-one. Oh, it's, no, sorry, twenty-seven. Oh. I've got my, got my. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Come on, Cat Bailey. Do your homework. Let's set it right the first time. Uh, south. Yes. So south on the coast. San Susie. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah, San yeah, Susie. It's, it's lovely. Good, good suburb. Sounds like this. Is there any songs about San Susie? There should Is be. Is this the way to San Susie? Well, you've started him. <laughs> that was your fault. Little old lady from San, San Susie. Susie. <laughs> <laughs> what the f***? Okay. You get the idea. 1400 bucks uh, to go. You've got one to begin with? Chinese woman leaves $4.3 million to her cats and dogs because her children never visited her when she was sick. 
What the fuck? <laughs> you idiots. All you had to do you was go, swing by. Wow, drop some bread off, some milk, anything. <laughs> well, I'm going to pop on a dog suit and head down the bank. <laughs> Bye. I think there's some money for me here. Shaggy? <laughs> Those dogs are so rich now, they can pay someone else to lick their balls. Oh. <laughs> or just take a rib out. They, love, they, only, they only drink sparkling water out of the toilet. <laughs> And insist on champagne buckets on their head. <laughs> well done, guys. Hey, Matt's on the line. Uh, Matt, what do you got for us? G'day. Um, so uh, the Romans used to use both human and animal urine to as mouthwash to whiten their teeth. Oh, what the okay. f***? What, the gargling? Oh. Is a bit, a bit of gargling? So, yeah, so, so they introduced bubbling. <laughs> the, the Romans. Oh, the, he's, he's that sound he made? Do it again, oh, Matt. What was that? Okay, if that's a someone bubbling on our program, I think we've crossed the crossed the Rubicon that's here. That's, that's true. It is. <gasps> yeah, no, look, I'm not a fan of Listerine, but I'd. I think really I'd rather that than we. What are you doing? Oh, I've got a big night tonight. I'm going on a date. Oh. <laughs> Tony Carney would love this. But if that's if that's a breath freshener, what are they eating? Oh, what are they? <laughs> Matt, 200 bucks yeah. straight off the bat for you. Oh, wow. I've got a lot of money to give away and I'm going to give it away. 200. Well done. Colin, what do you got? Uh, g'day, guys. Uh, the Shelby Daytona Coupe that Peter Bock was driving in Western Australia and was tragically killed in, mm. that was originally designed by an American who had shared the same name, Peter Brock. Oh, wow. No way. No way. That is big. That's massive. Peter Brock designed the car that the Peter Brock died in. Died in. Died in. Yeah. Wow, that's doing my head in on many levels. That's like Inception. <laughs> yes, it is. And we got Hang it back, Colin. You might be thumbs in the up, running. Thumbs up. Thumbs Three up. thumbs up. Holy mm. moly. Yep. Uh, actually, well, by the way, did we fact check the bubbling? No, we did. That was thumbs up too. Yeah, that was thumbs up yeah. too. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. Good on you, Colin. Peter's on the line. Peter, what do you got? There's a Swedish soccer team called the Young Boys. And their home ground is called the Wankdorf Stadium. <laughs> what the? F- okay. Surely gonna, not. They're in the top league. Surely I'm not. I'm going to need this fact checked because I cannot. Oh, my God. Oh, it's true. They're called the Young Boys. What's the team called, the Young Boys? I don't know, but I'm heading down to Wankdorf Stadium. <laughs> check it out. That doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound good at all. The Swiss, you know. Mm. Well, Aliens. I wonder what they're up to. They put bells on their cows. They make knives. <laughs> <laughs> Shelter the odd Nazi. I mean, I worry about them. <laughs> yeah. Their banking system's a bit skewy. Yes, yes. That's all there. 200 bucks, Peter. Yeah. Thank you. Well, well done, Pedro. everyone. MG Sport Report. Hazelwood. Can he survive? Joseph, you know him now? Oh, he's oh. knocked him over. He's knocked him over. It's all Shamar Joseph gets his seventh wicket. He's run round the ground. The Windies are chasing him. And the West Indies have won the test match. The West Indies have won by eight runs. Smith, 91 not out. The Hoffs being knocked over off stump. And the West Indies have one of their finest, most famous victories of all time.
Yeah, remarkable day of test match cricket yesterday. It had everything. Um, and just when the young fellow went on, Joseph, Shamar Joseph, he, wow. he came, he saw he conquered with a broken toe, mind he you. He arrived. After being Sandshoe crushed by yeah. Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> He's bowling at 140 plus, and they reckon he got faster as yes. the day went on. I know. So he just kept coming. It was one of, the, one of the great performances, and he's arrived. He's going to be a superstar of the game, and great to see a young West Indian side. Yes, have a go. Showing some character and and, and throwing down the gauntlet, and it bodes well for Test cricket to have a strong West Indies team up and about. How much were they before the game? Uh, the $19 they were, they were paying in a two-horse race. I put it to you, and I'm just suggesting that they've done it before, the Australians, when Lily and Marsh, Lily took, Marsh. took their palms. 500 to one or something, wasn't it? Or and uh, had a little nibble, Yeah, let's just say, and lost the test yes. and won. I hope there's none of that no, going on, of course. No. Uh, but taking nothing away from the West Indies, who, uh, yeah. who thoroughly deserved it, and... If you've got to lose to someone, why not them? Yeah, bloody oath, I agree. And uh, Travis Head was uh, had the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the rare misfortune had a of shocker. Being, Yeah, he but, had a shocker. hey, he's done enough. Well, he's done enough. We're not going to turn on him just yet. No, and, and well done to Steve Smith, who yep. stepped up in the opening the position. And, uh, you know, there'll be a question mark as to whether he probably should have exposed him the the back for the last two balls. Shouldn't have just gone the tonk. But we'll never know. What happened in the tennis? Yeah, quickly overnight in the tennis, uh, Italian youngster, 22-year-old Yannick Sinner has down uh, Daniel Nevedev in a five-set epic clash. Up two sets to love. Medvedev uh, capitulated and Choked. Sinner come home with the the, uh, the goods in the women's final uh, arena. Sabalenka become the first woman to win back-to-back Aussie uh, championships in 11 years, winning in straight sets in the final on Saturday. And just quickly, they had a beautiful tribute to Yvonne Gulagong on Saturday night as I yeah. – She's one of three women to win a Grand Slam after becoming a mother. So she is – I forgot how good Yvonne Gulagong was. I just She was such a, yeah. a, a trendsetter, such a beautiful sports person, um, and I'm glad they did a tribute to her because okay. she was iconic. Uh, let's not forget Yannick Sinner, who's become an overnight sensation here, and everyone's getting into yes. it, especially all the headlines, winner, winner, Yannick Sinner, <laughs> uh, sin, uh, plea the best and all that. We've decided to – Cut in on the action. Why not? And uh, we've uh, released the following recording. (laughs) As Yannick Sinner takes out the Australian Open, Mick and MG Records seizes the opportunity to make a quick buck with the release of the compilation album of the year. The Sinner Takes It All. Sinner. (laughs) With match-winning hits like these. Sinner. Sin. 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 Serving up aces like these. Simply. Sin. Sin. And don't miss this smash hit set to take the world by storm. Sinner. 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 Take advantage of hits like these all on one album for the first time ever. Mick and MG certainly are. Out now. <laughs> and we've been joined live in the studio by friend of the show, Chaser's Dom Nye. Dom Dom? Dom. Chaser had a, had a great weekend. I thought I enjoyed your posts very much. Morning, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, look. Over just the long weekend, I'm going to call it, but the you're right. moments over. of unity that, that came. Mm. We all came together to celebrate Australia Day in our own unique way. Some people took to the streets and protested. Other people 
talk to, you know, Sky News complaining about the protesters. It was a unifying moment of everybody complaining about Australia Day and the debate that's... It's doing its job. Yeah, although new twist this year, I must say, or the innovation in Sydney. Neo-Nazis was something I wasn't expecting. No. tell uh, us about the rise of the neo-Nazis. At, at North, so I grew up in North Sydney. That's my yeah. local station. And I don't remember going down there to catch the train in to see the movies at Hoyts on George Street and seeing 60 neo-Nazis in Balaclava. Balaclava. No. Not it's just look. not a fashion item I think we should be encouraging. I, mean, I know you guys are doing some Mick and MG in the morning merch. Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't go the balaclava just quietly. No. <laughs> it's probably not popular at the moment. But the bum bags are bum looking bag. good, though. Bum bags are great. Yeah. I, don't want to see, I don't want to see a neo-Nazi wearing one of our bum bags. No, oh, not over the face. Not, not at all. <laughs> and Chris, Chris Minns has come out and said he's going to sort of name and shame the people. And I like that idea. There's a yeah. lot of billboards around town. Put them up. Yeah. Uh, take the balaclavas off and let's see who we got. Because who's, oh, who's like joining the neo-Nazis? It's a, it's not a club I'd like to be a member of, to be well, honest. Well, if they're covering their faces, they clearly know what they're doing is uh, not right. Exactly. Are you suggesting a lot of them are coming from Melbourne as well? I, I think apparently more than half of them have, have come up. And I'm, I love a Victorian import. You know I do. But I think those ones can stay south of the border. I spent my weekend <laughs> <laughs> outdoors look, with the gang. Look, it's it's a male bonding experience. It's... They get Probably. a bad rap. They <laughs> 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 really do. Well, they're certainly getting a rap. The thing I love for those, part of, the, part of the technique to crack down on them has been train fines of like 50 bucks or something. Oh, yeah. Like although a few of them have got more serious charges, but like the, the state rail inspectors have been out there going, disruption on the train carriage, sir. But it's just is, like, that, is that for identification so they can show I their licence? So. Who think... else in Sydney, and we're getting some local news now, mm. has, has been annoying you? So, yeah, the hunt goes on for the worst people in Sydney. The neo-Nazis put in a very strong weekend, but I reckon the people in a suburb called Castle Cove, yeah. like anything in Sydney with Cove in the name, you know it's full of wankers near the water, and that's, <laughs> that's what this is. Uh, it's $5 million houses, and basically... What do you do, MG? You will know this is a lifelong Sydney cider. If, if you've got a house near the near the water, but you can't quite, you've got a water glimpse. Well, I kind, of have, it, I kind of have a Penrith Beach. Of course you do, Penrith <laughs> Beach. Yeah, that's right. I think there's a statue of you on there, isn't there? But if, if there's a, a bush in the way, you know, some beautiful kind yeah. of un, unspoiled <laughs> bush, chop, chop it down. you chop it down. That's what they did. They cleared 14 tennis courts worth of oh, bush. Oh, my God. Out of How the, do we know who it is? We don't. They're trying to figure out who it is. The penalties aren't very high. But I love what the council did. So the council got really angry about this, as you'd expect. Yeah. So they put up a billboard in blocking off the view with a photo of the trees. <laughs> so well played, the council. That's the first time I've applauded the actions of a yeah. local council well that I can remember. And I love it should it. stay there. Well, you it, can always work out who's put it up because you just walk into the eye line. Yeah, go the line of sight. Yeah, okay. That's right. I've got a fair idea. It's that house. Who's put it's just gone up on domain.com for another million. But get this. So they put the billboard up and the locals are complaining because it's it's illuminated and they don't like the lights at night. Oh, <laughs> so they're complaining. So now they've put up banners, like cloth banners so what over the thing. is this, Castle what? Castle Cove. Is that Castle, Castle, Castle Crag? Yes, Castle Crag, Castle Cove. Oh, that's Very the best fancy. bit of information I've got today about Sydney. You yep. know, I'm always learning Cove. Mm-hmm. Anything with Cove in the mm-hmm. tiles, full of seaside wankers. So look, I, I'm I would, writing that down. I would not want any suburb to have a neo-Nazi march, but I'm just going to say, if you're wanting it to stretch your legs, <laughs> gentlemen, there's Castle a bit Cove. of bushland there that could use a visit. Anything else we need to know about? Oh, massive news <clears throat> in the world of personalised non-place, which is not a world <laughs> I like to inhabit. If you want to pay money to make your car look stupid, just go and get a personalised non-place. But yeah. this is the ultimate number plate. It's yeah. the simplest one you can get. It just says number one. Mm. That, that's, uh, that's all it says. Number one just sold for $11 million. We don't know who to, but Wanker. we're about to see them on the street. 
Drive, if you see him driving that car, oh, he'd, be, uh, he'd be egged. Key the car. <laughs> Do not egged. key the car. Don't key, Do the, not car, key the car. But you know, a is... middle finger is like a number one, right? Yeah, yeah charger. Yeah. Have you ever heard anything more vulgar and kind of grotesque in a cost of living crisis when people can't afford rent? That someone's going out. This is French Revolution t- stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the type of thing that people go. No, enough. I am. Uh, I am struggling and battling, and someone. I don't think that's going to be doing the rounds, is it? You won't be parking that out the the front of the Rudy Hill RSL (laughs) anytime soon, I would have thought. Uh, Now, what about kids? Is it school time? Is it? Uh, this is the first Tomorrow. first long school holidays I've had. So my, my daughter goes back on, on Thursday. Thursday. Six weeks just flew by when I was a kid. As a parent, oh. first time <laughs> with the long holidays. It's felt like Three several months. years long. It's extraordinary. I've got to say that the childcare centre's done a very good job. So I've, do- I've dropped her off. And the other day they had a Hunger Games themed day. And I've I got to tell you, I don't think they thought that through. Because I've seen the Hunger Games movie. I'm not making this up. It said like it's, it's archery challenges and it's you learn how to hide. And I'm kind of going, not a lot of kids survived that movie. And I was, I was wondering, should I just drop my daughter off for this? Am I going to see her again? I thought, you know what? It's been a long holiday. Let's just risk it. Oh, <laughs> so just, let's just give her a bit of a day. If she comes out, she'll get some skills. Yeah, you boys, Chaser Boys on radio, on this network, famously uh, did a sketch. Was oh, it? look, we, we're always selling merch at the Chaser. We're always doing books and whatever. But there was the one year, Mick, when we, um, we did a bit of back-to-school merch, and it sounded like this. Back to school and at Chaser Mart, we've got everything you'll need. Right. School shoes at double the price. What? That's right, inexplicably double the price of any other type of shoe. Gee. A range of pencils and pens your kid will somehow lose within minutes of arriving at school. I lost it. Gee. Going to private school? We've got a full range of ties, jackets, hats, and uniforms that make you look like a total wanker. I'm the next Malcolm Turnbull. Or for public school, check out our range of extra sharp flick knives. I'm gonna cut you. But, sir, you're my maths teacher. <laughs> I need the money. And for Catholic school students, check out our complete range of lockable underpants. <laughs> Not today, Father. Chaser Mart's back to school sale. Thank <laughs> They've gone back. <laughs> oh, hasn't that aged well? Now, where's the wine? Oi. Oh, 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 now where's the wine? The parents are back on it. I've got to say, I, I don't normally you know, blow my own trumpet, but the acting range I displayed there oh, with the, the next Malcolm Turnbull and Not Today, Father. Not um, Today, Father. You it's nailed. not a voice I normally use, but I, I really inhabited that part well, of it. Before we leave you, any world news that we need to get to the bottom of? Oh, look, this is, this is big news. Mm. The Mona Lisa, the most famous artwork ever created. Um, mm. Leonardo da Vinci. Yes. Someone threw soup at it. They threw a can of soup. <laughs> was Bizarrely, it an unprovoked attack? Yeah. What did, what did Mona Lisa do? She just sat there looking a bit smug. That's all she did. No eyebrows. The strange thing about it was they were protesting they wanted healthy and sustainable food, so they wasted a can <laughs> of soup. I don't know. What, what sort of soup do you use for that? Do you do minestrone? So they're going, is this person vomited on the Mona Lisa? What's going on? Minestrone is Italian, so yeah. it's kind of in keeping. Yeah, I would have gone keeping. with a, a chicken and sweet corn. Yeah. Oh, if I was going to vandalise a painting, chicken and sweet corn for me. What about you? I think pumpkin looks worse. <laughs> Pumpkin's pretty. <laughs> or a pumpkin like... and leek. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, no, no, Ham no. and pea, whatever. But look, I just think if you really want to upset people and make an impact, don't throw soup. What you need to do, do you remember that woman in the, in the church who did the touch up of that uh, that icon. 
get her <laughs> to repaint the Mona Lisa so it looks like a, a toddler's painting. I love it. Then people will start paying All attention right. to your cause. Good on you, Dom. Thanks again. Anything to plug? What are the chaser uh, up to? Chaser, you, you lazy bastards. Chaser is the podcast report. up and running yet? Uh, we've, we've done one a week. We said a goodbye. We did a goodbye ScoMo uh, one, which was pretty fun. But we'll, yeah. do, we'll do it back in earnest next week. Yeah, nice. Great, mate. Can't wait. Thank you. See you, Dommy. Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.